Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to Luke's English podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Luke's English Podcast. This is the first of two episodes in which you will be able to listen to competition entries from listeners who have entered my fairly long-running competition to win uh, the Macmillan Phrasal Verbs Dictionary, which I won myself in um, another competition earlier this year. Okay, so uh, as you may know, um, just over a month ago, I launched a competition um, in an episode called uh, Competition Plus ABC Phrasal Verbs. The aim of this competition was to give listeners uh, to this podcast a chance to contribute and comment uh, using um, voice recordings that they'd made themselves. Uh, so they could contribute uh, voice recordings um, as comments on episodes of Luke's English Podcast. So it's been an opportunity for listeners to, uh, to get a sense of the community of people around the world who listen to this. So when you listen to this episode and the next episode, it'll give you a flavour of um, all of the different people around the world who listen to this podcast regularly. And it should give you an idea of just, you know, it should give you basically a, a sense that you're part of a, a large community of, of people all around the world. Um, I think that's important just so that you don't just so that you don't always think that it's just a man in a room. It's more than that. There's actually, as I said, people around the world who regularly listen and contribute to this um, this podcast. Also, with the competition, I want to give listeners a chance to focus on their speaking and to encourage uh, listeners to prepare a couple of minutes of spoken English. Um, obviously, the, the podcast is mainly about um, listening um, and also getting information about um, the language. But um, for many people who listen to this, it's difficult to practice speaking. So I, I'd like to give people ideas on maybe how they can practice their speaking when they don't have anyone to talk to, or they, when they don't have any native speakers to talk to. There are ways of doing it. You can record your voice or contribute uh, mp3 recordings to uh, programs like this um, so i wanted to give listeners a chance to 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 sort of practice some speaking uh, as well uh, i think it's good practice it's good uh, for you to put yourself under a bit of pressure um, and to try and record you, you know your own voice um, you people who've contributed to this competition i've had about in total, about 25 entries, which is not as many as I expected, as a matter of fact. Um, I'm, I'm fine with that. It's a perfect number because it means I can, you know, I don't have to produce loads of episodes, which include all of the competition entries that I've had. 25 is quite a manageable number. So that's great. Um, I imagine reasons that people haven't contributed uh, would be things like, you know, they're happy to just listen. 
two episodes or maybe they feel kind of nervous about their English and they don't want necessarily to record themselves and then have people all over the world listen to it because they feel a bit shy and that's fine I completely understand that um I I know that some people who have entered the competition and sent me mp3s have said that they found it quite a stressful experience. Some people recorded their recordings over and over again until they were happy with it. And um, it's true, it can be quite a a stressful experience recording your voice. Um, But I think it's good practice to just um, press record and try and come out with something that makes sense and something that has some structure to it. it's good to put yourself under that pressure because you, you, you start to get a sense of your limitations in English. It's good to challenge your English from time to time because it allows you to, to push out the, the boundary, to push out your limitations. Um, I think this is important. We have to challenge ourselves in order to kind of push out the boundary of our limitations. Um, so, yeah, I realise that uh, not everyone is actually capable of recording their voice they don't have the technology maybe people just couldn't do it um so um, i did accept a few entries by email as well i only got a few of those um but i will uh, read those out as well so what are the rules of the competition and how do uh, contestants win well um basically you as a listener you can vote on um on competition entries so you can vote for your favorite mp3 comment okay so what you should do is listen to the entries in this and the next episode and then vote on your favorite so which one was your favorite comment um how do you decide what your favorite comment is well that's really up to you but it shouldn't just be a judgment on the quality of english in the comment um You can also consider things like which comment do you agree with or which comment do you find particularly interesting, entertaining or funny. So it's not just a a how good is the English competition, it's just how interesting or how relevant or entertaining or funny was the uh, comment, okay? Now when I launched the competition, the guideline was I wanted you to record about two minutes of audio and the vast majority of entries that I received were within that two-minute limit. A couple went over a little bit. One of them was actually about six minutes in length. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not that strict, to be honest. Maybe I should be. Maybe teachers should be strict, but this isn't really um, like one of my classroom lessons. This is just Luke's English podcast, and uh, it's meant to be just a bit of fun and entertaining and so the the rules aren't that strict. So I did allow one entry which was over um, two minutes long. But you as the voters, you can decide whether that is worthy of your vote. You might decide that six minutes was longer than, than I asked for. And so that may be um, something that you can um, consider when judging which one is your favourite. Who knows? It's really up to you to decide which ones you think should win. Okay. Um, Okay. So how do you vote? Well, to vote uh, for your favorite comment, you should go to the podcast page for this episode and then add your comment um, at the bottom. Okay. So you should visit teacherluke.podomatic.com and then find this episode, which I believe is called 
well, you're, if you're listening to it now, you should probably know what the, the episode is called. Um, I think if you try and access it from an iPad or an iPhone, you will get the mobile version. So you should try and access it from a computer. Then you will be able to add your comments. Okay, so uh, teacherluke.podomatic.com. Find this episode, which I believe will be called Competition Entries Number 1, I think. Um, and then just add your comments at the bottom of the page. And you should say... All you need to do is just say, I vote for, and then the name of the person who, who added the comment, and um, the country that they're from. For example, I vote for, um, you know, Jose from Spain, for example. If you want, you can add a reason why you vote, but all you need to do to vote is just to, to write the name and the country of the person you're voting for, okay? Um, if you... If you write a comment on Facebook, that doesn't count. Um, if, you, you know, if you listen to this episode on Facebook, don't write the comment on Facebook. Go to the page and write the comment there. That's the only way you can vote. Don't send me your votes by email. I'll only accept votes which are added onto the comments part of the page for this episode. I do hope that's not too confusing. Um, and I do hope that you vote. Um, I, I know that... I think the the vast majority of people who listen to this listen in, listen to it on iTunes, um, which means that you're not completely connected to the website. Um, I know that because the number of downloads and listens I get is um, much higher than the um, the number of page visits that I get. But if please do vote. And please do visit the page in order to, to cast your vote. Um, if you're not sure at all about any of the rules of this, then you can email me at luketeacher at hotmail.com. Uh, one thing is um, you can vote for yourself if you've added, um, if you've sent me an MP3 with a comment, uh, with a, a competition entry. You can vote for yourself, but uh, be reasonable. Don't vote for yourself over and over and over again. Uh, let's be fair here. Um, and in the end, hey, it's only a dictionary, isn't it? So um, let's just let's let's just be civil and reasonable about this. Um, so that's it, basically. The winner is the um, the one the, the competition entry with the most votes. Um, in the event of a tie, when, for example, several people get the same number of votes, the winner will then be decided by a panel of judges. And those judges will basically be just some of my friends. So I'll play the the, the 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 MP3 comments to my friends, and then they will decide which one they consider to be the best. There are actually two runner-up prizes for second and third place. Um, first prize, of course, is the Macmillan Phrasal Verb Dictionary, which is a new publication with all the latest um, phrases in it. Um, but there are two runners-up prizes, and that's um, an, an, uh, an old edition of the Oxford Phrasal Verb Dictionary and an old edition of the Oxford Idioms Dictionary. And I found those two books in a charity shop um, in London. They're old editions from, I believe, the 90s, or, or you know, they're over 10 years old, but they still, consider, they, they still contain loads and loads of really f uh, useful uh, phrases and expressions. It, they're just not the brand new editions. Okay? So, first prize, Macmillan Phrasal Verb Dictionary. Second prize, Oxford Phrasal Verbs Dictionary from a few years ago. And the third prize, Oxford Idioms Dictionary from a few years ago. Okay? Now, I'm about to start. What you're going to hear is uh, 12 um, comments from listeners. 
And then in the next episode, you will hear the other, I believe, the other 13 comments. And it's in alphabetical order uh, by first name. Um, and um, I will also give some language feedback after each comment. So that actually is perhaps one of the most useful aspects of this episode, that you'll be able to learn bits of English from uh, from the the language errors that I, I pick up. Okay? So, in a second, you will start to hear some of the uh, comments. And in this episode, in the, the first one, uh, you're going to hear comments from these people. Camilla from Brazil, Cristina from Italy, Daniel from Spain, Dimitri from Moscow, Elisa from Finland, Evelina from Poland, uh, Faru, I think that's how I say your name, Faru and Nodir from Uzbekistan, Genival from Brazil, Hiroshi from Japan, um... Juan Carlos, Juan Carlos from Mexico, Kirill from Belarus. So those are the competition comments or the competition entries in this episode of Luke's English Podcast. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get straight down to it and hear the first comment. And that is, let's see who's first. I believe it's Camilla from Brazil. Let me just check in my uh, folder just to hold on a second. Yes, it's Camilla from Brazil. That's the first comment. Let's get started. Here we go. Hello, Teacher Luke. First of all, I'd like to thank you for the amazing podcast. My name is Camila, I'm 19. I live in Brazil, in Fortaleza. I study business administration at college and English language will be very important for my career. I study English for one year now, so I'm just a beginner. I think that after I found your podcast, my pronunciation and my listening are much better. I like your podcast because you're very funny. Your humour makes me remember my cousin, but of course he speaks Portuguese. And I like it because while I'm practicing my listening, I'm also learning about different subjects, such as the British culture, the accents, films, music, TV series, transportation, and even swear words. I really appreciated the podcast about Doctor Who. I didn't know this TV series. I'm very curious about British TV series. I know Melon, Survivors, and Skins. And I'd like you to talk a little bit more about British TV series. It's a very good way... It's a very good way to practice my listening. So that's it. If I made any mistake, I'm sorry. I will study more, I promise. Thank you very much for listening. Bye bye. Well, thank you very much for that, Camilla. Lovely message from you. You say that you're a beginner. I don't believe you. You don't sound like a beginner to me. Um, very good. That was excellent, in fact. And um, you said, uh, the only mistake that I noticed, the only genuine mistake that I noticed was when you said, if I make any mistake, 
Which is kind of ironic because uh, you did make a slight mistake when you said that. And it was, if I, made, if I made any mistake, you said, and it should be, of course, if I made any mistakes, plural S. But all round, very nice. And uh, you asked me about British TV series. Well, of course, I could do a whole episode on British TV programmes. Uh, but if you want some instant recommendations now, I would recommend some British comedy shows. For example, Peep Show, Spaced... Extras, The Office, The IT Crowd, and I'm Alan Partridge. They're some of uh, my favourite uh, TV shows um, on British TV. Right, let's move on to the next comment, and you are now going to hear from Christina in Italy. Hi, Luke. Hi, everybody. I'm Christina from Italy. I bumped into Luke Singh's podcast a couple of years ago on YouTube where uh, I found a video episode entitled Subtitles in Videos, uh, the one with the sleepy kitten at the end. It's not exactly the nicest episode, but uh, it's uh, basic. It was uh, kind of uh, a revelation for me because uh, till then my listening comprehension wasn't so good, despite I tried hard. Uh, thanks to this episode, I focused my problem, so I followed the advice and I realized an important thing, that is, uh, doing without subtitles is a step in the right direction. Um, listening comprehension is uh, still my weak point, basically, not to mention my strong Italian accent. But uh, uh, I've made uh, some important improvements, for sure. So thanks, Luke. You should be proud of your podcast, because uh, it makes the difference, really. Bye-bye. Thank you, Christina, for your sincere message. I like that very much, especially what you said about at the end there, when you said I should be proud of my podcast because it makes the difference. That's, that's very nice of you, and it's, that makes the difference to me when I hear lovely comments like that from students. So don't worry, I, will, I am proud of it. I'm very proud of Luke's English podcast. Um, thank you. So, um, yeah, you were talking about one of my videos. The first thing that you, you found uh, of Luke's English podcast was a video on YouTube about subtitles. Um, yeah, you can find that on YouTube, and my advice there is to try not to use subtitles too much. Um, you can check out the video on YouTube. Um, let's see. Um, you did say, um, I bumped into Luke's English podcast on the internet, but we don't use bumped into to talk about things you find on the internet. You'd only use bumped into when you're talking about when you meet someone uh, by accident. So you don't plan to meet someone, but you then you do meet them. So it's only used when you meet a person. But if you find something on the internet without planning to find it, then we'd use the expression come across. So I came across Luke's English podcast when I was surfing the internet. So come across something and bump into someone, okay? Yeah, another thing uh, you said was to, despite I tried hard. And after despite, um, you need a noun, but not a clause. So you can't say despite and then a clause, like despite I tried hard. You'd have to say despite the fact that. I tried hard. So, despite is followed by just a noun, or if you want to add a clause, you can use the fact that. So, despite the fact that I tried hard. 
Okay, Christina, thank you very much for your message. That was Christina from Italy. And the next one you're going to hear is Daniel from Spain. Daniel from Spain. Hello, Luke. Uh, this is Daniel Rocco from Spain. Um, I'm also a teacher of English, and I'd like to thank you for your excellent job on podcasting. Um, I usually listening, listen to your podcast podcasts um, on my way uh, uh, work. And I think uh, they are really, really uh, useful for for students. I really like your your stuff. Yeah, I think it's very, very excellent, and very, very good. Uh, thank you for for them. Okay, your podcasting is very positive. Yeah, very entertaining as well. I like those of the comedy ones. Actually, I need to. Uh, yes, I would like you to to do more on comedy as well. Yeah. Uh, having fun listening to you, very interesting topics uh, you talked about. Um, perhaps if you could possibly just do something uh, more advanced or more, uh, not just uh, not so many vocabulary, because advanced students we don't need so many explanations. We we've got uh, well. We we know how to to look for the vocabulary and the expressions and so on. Just the uh, real English, trying to yeah work on the comedy. I like the, your explanations, although I like your explanations as well. Uh, the uh, the comedy ones are I like. I remember the one of the uh, fighting between a shark um, and a bear. You know I I like it. Yeah, I like it very much. Yeah. Um, the first time I listened to the uh, to the comedian, it was difficult for me to understand. But as soon as you explain it, I get it right. Yes, I, it was very helpful for me. Uh, yes, I remember that. Yeah. Well, I think it does it. Uh, I don't want to keep on talking. Uh, it's about eight minutes now. Yeah, I think it's enough. And I hope you could uh, find a time to answer this. Thank you so much. Um, Keep up, yeah, keep up with your podcasting. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you very much indeed. Bye, 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 bye. Thank you very much for that, Daniel. Uh, that was actually an edited version of a, a longer um, piece of audio that you sent to me. And perhaps I will put the, the full version at the end of this episode so that listeners can listen to the complete thing. Uh, the intention there, that uh, what you were really saying there, I think, was that you wanted to respond to me in another way, not just uh, via email, but um, by some kind of... Um, um, podcast of your own um, and I think that's a very good idea and I'm, I wonder how you felt about recording um, a, a podcast like that in English um, so uh, um, I should give feedback I did say that I would do um, you know um, I th you know we all make our little mistakes when we speak including me I you know as a native speaker I make my own kinds of mistakes but I think that uh, part of what I'm trying to do with this episode is to give people an opportunity to get some feedback on their English too so I will uh, even though you know your English is is excellent and you're an English teacher I'm um, I'm still I still feel obliged to kind of uh, pick out a couple of uh, uh, mistakes. So you did say a very excellent. Now that, to be honest, is the sort of thing that a native speaker might say, but technically it's not correct because you shouldn't say very excellent because excellence is an extreme adjective and it's not normally graded with the word very. You might say absolutely excellent, 
um, in fact. So um, you said also, my impression on your job, and it's my impression of your job. Um, and I'm trying to respond. Uh, I'm trying to respond to you, and it's I'm trying to respond to you. I'm sure that you know that's probably just a slip um, that you made by mistake. Um, and you also said at the end, keep up with your podcasting. And it's actually keep. We probably say keep it up, right? Keep your podcasting up, or keep keep it up, meaning keep doing it. Keep up with something means that you kind of stay at the same speed as something else. So in a race, for example, you try and keep up with the other runners, for example. Thank you very much for that, Daniel. And as I said, that's an edited version of a longer um, audio podcast that Daniel sent to me. And I will put the full thing at the end of this episode. Now, who's next? We have now got Dimitri from Moscow in Russia. Hello, Teacher Luke. Hello, everybody who is listening to Teacher Luke English podcast. I am Dimitri from Moscow. And I have few words about podcast. I'm sure that everybody finds podcast very interesting and exciting and uh, very useful, of course. And if you think the same, let's give some money for this good job. Let's make uh, donations. And we can uh, do it like uh, uh, giving tips for a good lunch after the new episode uh, we can give some tips and, and say thank you Luke it was wonderful it was the best thing I have heard and if you're a teacher I think uh, you have to make some donations because uh, you uh, get money using uh, this stuff mm. or maybe if you are learning English and want uh, to get a new job and English is essential for you and if you don't have money now I think you will have money when you will have a new a new job and I sure that you will have a new job and then when you will be a, a rich man uh, don't forget that don't forget your teacher and make some donations that's one that's what I want to say and if you are lady and you now you're learning English uh, but in future I I know it 100% you will find a good husband from England or somewhere else and English will help English will help you to to find the good husband and he will be not less than Lord or some of the King's family and you will be a rich girl and don't forget that your English was from English podcast from Luke's English podcast and that's it I think cheers well cheers to you too Dimitri thank you very much for those comments and uh, I completely agree of course um, if you're trying to get a job and you need English then well Luke's English podcast might help and if you're a girl who's interested in marrying some kind of lord or a king or a prince or something, um, then, you know, English will certainly help you with that. And uh, when you do manage to finally marry Prince Harry, I think he's the only one who's still available. When you when you finally manage to marry Prince Harry and you, you become like princess, you know, um, of, of Britain or something, then, um, you know, just don't forget Luke's English podcast. That's where you learn the English in order to seduce 
um, the possible future king of England. Um, obviously, you'd have to deal with William and Kate first um, in order to become the next king and queen. Um, so, so there you go. Oh, yes, I completely agree with you, Dimitri. And of course, yeah, donations. Yeah, please do um, take uh, Dimitri's advice. Just send me a tip or something that that might help um, me help me to continue doing this. A um, couple of things, Dimitri. You said when, uh, you will have money when you will have a new job, um, and so you will have money when after when we wouldn't use will again. It's like a first conditional. Um, you can use when or if there. Uh, but after when or after if, we don't use will. So it should be, you will have money when you have a new job. Okay? I know that you're talking about the future, um, but after when, you still don't use will, because the when or the if implies the future, you see? Um, and the same thing is when you will be a rich man. So it should be when you are a rich man. Okay? So remember that after uh, if, you don't have will, and after when, you don't have will, the rhyme is... If plus will makes teacher kill, okay? Um, and if plus would is never good, except in some exceptions, of course. Now, um, who's next? Next, ladies and gentlemen, you have got Elisa from Finland, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, 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 quick hello to you, Luke, and all listeners all over the world. I'm sending this message to you from Finland. And wow, to be honest, it's it's amazing that I'm doing this kind of stuff. Uh, I'm not good at uh, speaking at all, but okay, I'll try to say something to you, Luke. Uh, okay, let's take, for example, your, your podcast, Childhood, Growing Up, and uh, something like that, Childhood stuff, and so on. And uh, as yourself said... Uh, you really had plenty of good vocabulary in in that episode, and um, you know it was so educative, and um, for most um, it was <laughs> it was really fun. I mean, it was so fun uh, with a big F, a fun, fantastic, you know. Yeah, I agree. Look as. Uh, as you said, your parents—they've been—they've uh, <laughs> been really successful um, when they brought up, brought you up to be a good lad, you know, as well as well as your brother is. <laughs> but, but I, <laughs> I have to say, you, you definitely, boys, you know how to swear to. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, and. And it was it was good to hear that that you weren't you weren't born with a silver spoon in your mouth, but I I definitely hope that you you didn't have any kind of spoon in your mouth when you were born. And then I I think it sounds a bit ridiculous, but but somehow I can see you to be a little naughty, stubborn, and and hyperactive kid. Who's, who's telling thieves <laughs> to everyone, but at, at the same time is scared for Tooth Fairy. Oh, lovely. You know, it was so heartbreaking <laughs> that you had to put your pillow out of your bedroom. <laughs> Whoa. So, I mean, sorry, it, it, it had to be really scary for you. 
Okay, that's it. Uh, anyway, I've been listening to you, Lucas, since you started, and uh, I, I think, was it 209? I guess, yes, it was. And um, to be honest, I've learned a lot, and uh, it's it's quite amazing because I'm I'm not so bright at all. <laughs> anyway, I hope you all in a spring and uh, look, you're awesome. Bye bye. Thanks very much, Elisa. Very sweet things that you said there. And um, you said again, you said that you're not good at speaking. I don't agree because you clearly are very good at speaking. Uh, um, let's see. You said educative or educative, and uh, I think it's educational is the the correct uh, correct adjective. Um, and um, scared for the tooth fairy, actually scared of the tooth fairy. Uh, I've been listening. You should be. I've been listening to you, and. The, the year was 2009, um, 2009. Um, I, I do hope that my corrections here are not putting listeners off and making you think that uh, these um, comments that I've received are anything less than brilliant because they all are excellent and, uh, you know, you have tons of respect from me to pluck up the courage to record your voice and send it to me, knowing that it will then be broadcasted on the podcast. So massive amounts of respect for, for anyone who sent me audio uh, recordings. And um, just, you know, listeners, just bear that in mind, OK, that these people deserve your respect for sort of plucking up the courage uh, to actually send me recordings of their own voices. Because as we all know, it can be quite a painful experience to listen to the sound of your own voice. So everyone who's sent me audio, you've got my respect. And I think you should have the respect of all the listeners too, just for having the confidence to do this. Let's move on to the next person. And we've got uh, Evelina from Poland. And she sent me something by email. So I'm going to read out what uh, Evelina uh, wrote to me. Um, so let's see what she says. She said, hello, it's Evelina from Poland and I'd like to enter the competition to have a chance to win the dictionary. I wanted to reply to Luke's episode about essential social English because I've been studying English for eight years now and although I came across piles of books for English, not even a single one provided a satisfying amount of useful expressions necessary in everyday life. The most confusing expression for me was, all right, when it was used as a form of asking how I was by my boyfriend's father. My boyfriend is English, and when his dad was trying to be polite, he used to say, all right, I would get confused and freak out, because I never knew what I was supposed to answer. Should I have answered, fine, thanks, or good? So I kept quiet and was perceived probably as a moron by my future father-in-law. So thanks, Luke, for saving my face and the image of the whole Polish nation. We aren't kept in the dark anymore. Good luck to everyone. Eve. So, um, yeah, all right. If someone says all right to you, you can say all right. Or you can say all right. Or you can say fine, thanks. You can say fine, thanks if someone says all right. And also you can say good as well. Um, although that's kind of an American thing. If someone says to you, how's it going? Or how are you? And you say good, I'm good. That's quite American by the way, just to, to let you know. Thank you for that, um, Eve, and I'm glad that uh, somehow I helped you to um, kind of continue having a good relationship with your future father-in-law. Basically, I saved your your marriage, I think, uh, by the sounds of it. So, you know, you're welcome. You know, anything I can do to help. Um, right, Lo, so next up we've got... Um, I think this is how I say your name. Faru? I think so. Faru and... 
uh, no deer from Uzbekistan. Hello everyone. My name is Faro. I am from Uzbekistan. Uh, I think you don't know where it is because it's not a popular country. Uh, it's the middle of Asia. Central. Okay. Central. Central Asia. Mm, okay. Uh, we want to talk about childhood and growing up. And my friend talks about his childhood. Please, Nodar. Hello, everyone. My name is Nodar. Uh, as he said, uh, my, <coughs> I am. My name is Nodar. Uh, we are both are friends from childhood and I want I would like to tell story about my childhood which is interesting <laughs> at all it was a magic childhood oh. I think uh, because my father worked uh, as a counselor uh, <clears throat> by his work we traveled uh, to uh, to many countries like uh, Egypt Saudi Arabia, Turkey, and have a trip to Sharm Sheikh, Scandaria, and such like countries. Uh, okay, uh, I, I have a question. Uh, uh, do you think? Uh, uh, do you think that other countries will benefit uh, for your studying, uh, or you choose this, uh, your native country? I think uh, my country is good to my benefit uh, to growing up, but uh, other countries helps too to, to, to develop so, because my personality growing up in, in other countries because my childhood spends in other countries that who I am become that. Okay, thank you. And I want to talk about my childhood. Uh, and as uh, I not like my friend because I I didn't go to another country to study because my dad didn't work uh, like this job, you know. And uh, so I grew up in my country, in my native country, which is Uzbekistan. And I think growing, growing up is your native country not bad. Hmm, actually good. Because, yeah, you... I, I don't know, it's good. I, I don't know how to explain. I know it's it's long uh, long episode. It's getting longer, sorry. Hmm, but we, are, we don't like rules. So, thank you for attention. So, see you later. See you later. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay, thank you very much, gentlemen. Um, as you say, you don't like rules. Is that true in Uzbekistan or is that just you two? I don't know. Uh, you, you like to break the rules, I guess. Um, you're mavericks. Yeah, mavericks. Don't like to play by the rules. You're even prepared to record a slightly longer uh, comment than you should have done. So, um, you know, never mind. That's a cultural thing, I suppose. I, I don't know. Is it just you or is it everyone from Uzbekistan is kind of like, you know, doesn't live by the rules that everyone else lives by? I don't know. Um, thank you very much for your comments, though, gentlemen. It's nice to hear something from two people. Um, so... You said that Uzbekistan is not a popular country. I think what you mean is that it's not a well-known country. 
Um, I, I, I don't really know if it's popular or not. Uh, I don't know how people feel about it, how your neighbours feel about you. Uh, but what you really mean, I think, there is that um, uh, Uzbekistan is not a very well-known country because you mentioned that I probably didn't know where it was. I'm not completely sure exactly where it is, but just from your accents, it sounds like... You, you you sound a little Turkish, but I I don't want to make some horrible c cultural mistake here by uh, comparing your accent to someone with a Turkish accent. You might not like that. I don't know. I've no idea really how you get on with your neighbours. But I'm just gonna um, I'm now uh, googling Uzbekistan and I'm gonna have a look at it on the map. Um, oh, uh, okay, okay. So you border. Uh, it looks like you border Kazakhstan. Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan, hold on, um, Tajikistan, Afghanistan, Turkmenistan, um, it looks like those are the countries you border, so um, yeah, maybe in a similar region but you don't border Turkey, so I got that completely wrong, just shows that how my, my poor knowledge of, of uh, geography in that particular part of the world. Um, okay, thanks, gentlemen. Let's say, what else did you, you... You were talking about whether it's better to study in your own country or to study in another country, I believe, at one point. And um, the, your, your pronunciation of the word native, um, you said native, but or something that sounds like native, but it's actually native, A, the A sound, native. Um, thank you, gentlemen. Let's move on to the next um, competition entry. And that is Genival from Brazil, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going all the way across the world, all the way to uh, the uh, separate continents. And uh, you can now listen to Genival from Brazil. Hi, uh, Luke. First of all, uh, my name is Genival. I'm from Brazil. Thanks for the opportunity to participate. Um, I would like to, to say that all your podcasts are good in, uh, in its way. But uh, I highlight uh, Mind the Gap. Mind the Gap is special to me, uh, not only in terms of, of, of language. It, it is meaningful, it is cultural. I even use it, part of it, in one of my lessons. I tried to compare with Sao Paulo Metro, which is quite similar in some aspects. I really like it. I think it's an enjoyable conversation I, it's not exactly teaching so it's perfect sometimes I try to do it with my students and um, <clears throat> another thing uh, man I think what you have been doing uh, with your podcasts are special uh, th they are special uh, especially because it is uh, it is what internet is for sharing culture, sharing knowledge, uh, you know, trying to make uh, this world a better world, in my humble opinion. And uh, I wish I could uh, do something to, to, to help, and if, if I can find something, uh, I'll try to make it clear. Anyway, thank you uh, again, thank you for the opportunity to participate, and keep on doing uh, what you have been doing, if possible. Bye, 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 bye. Hello, Genival. Thank you very much for that very sweet message. And yes, you're right. I am basically making the world a better place, aren't I, by doing this? You know, I'm saving the world. That's, that's really what, uh, 
what I'm trying to do. I thought, you know, the world is in, you know, it's having its problems, it's having difficulties, you know, we've got wars going on, there's a, an economic crisis, there's a food crisis, a fuel crisis, what, how can we fix this? The only way to do it is for me to record episodes of Luke's English podcast. That's basically going to help. That's the, the cure to the sickness that ails the world. And um, so, you know, if you, you know, if you agree with me, just um, let me know. Maybe throw a little bit of cash my way. I, I do hate to keep going on about um, about donations, so I'm, I'm just going to stop doing that. Um, so you said it's what internet is for, and it's the internet. Uh, when you use internet as a noun, it's always the internet. So they always go together. It's always the internet. So it's what the internet is for. Um, thank you, Geneville. Thank you very much for your very pleasant, very nice comments. I appreciate it. So next up, you've got Hiroshi from Japan. And he's also a bit of a maverick, bit of a rule breaker, because he's gone over the two-minute limit. But you know what? I'm going to... I don't know. I might sort of edit this down a little bit, but uh, let's see. I'm just going to play some of it and we'll see how it goes. But ladies and gentlemen, please uh, listen uh, carefully for... Uh, Hiroshi from Japan. So we're moving all the way back over to another, the other side of the world again, um, to completely new continents. Uh, my former home, where I used to live, um, Japan, the land of the rising sun. And listen now, please, to Hiroshi from Japan. Hi, Luke. How are you doing? It's raining today in Japan. Most people hate rain. But as your friend, friend says, rain is not too bad. Rain rises flowers and trees like shit does. I'm not good at speaking English, although I can speak very well in Japanese too. But I try to take part in your competition. I am a Japanese. I live in Kyushu. You may know where is Kyushu in Japan. I am working for an insurance company. Diverse travel stories come to my ears. Sometimes the trouble of others makes us laugh. You see, it would be funny if we happen to see a man tripped over. Spilled water onto the head of a lady. She got very angry, slapped him, and so on. Your health episode made me laugh. It includes lots of useful words and phrases as well. Diverse of disgusting things are related in health problems, from farce to poo, but they are all funny from some point of view. Sometimes I even like them. They are sometimes the most popular topic in the conversation between my wife and me. It goes like this. Hey, why are you making such a funny face? I am trying to make sea tone by fart. Then no sound. Oh, I couldn't make it, but E. E means poo in Japanese. We like this kind of dirty joke very much. Comedians are good at mimic sounds very much, aren't they? You are good at mimic as well. You may, 
you may become a great comedian or movie star someday, cause you are so clever and handsome as well. My memory of disease is disgusting and funny too. One day I tried to eat pig's foot at pub. Pig's foot seems to be some people's delicacy in Japan. I was drunk. I ate it. It wasn't too bad. But a few minutes later, when I got remembering about the pig's foot, I felt sick. I couldn't stop vomiting, so I did. Very disgusting. I never ate it again. One day, my friend and I challenged to eat a huge dish of curry at the restaurant. If we could have eaten up all the curry, we could get rid of paying for it. I gave up soon, but my friend was tough. He ate and ate, and the food was almost disappearing when he stopped eating. His face turned to pale. Then what happened was, you could guess, he vomited all the curry out to the table. Of course, we had to pay for the curry. I snore. I didn't realize that before my wife recorded it by her iPhone lately. My snoring was surprisingly loud. It goes like this. <coughs> At that moment, I remembered about a poor guy. I was happened to be staying in a small room in the backpackers with him. He said to me that I snore very much that he can't sleep well. I didn't believe it. And I was wondering why this old guy is sleeping all day long without going out to some nice places in such a fine day. One night I had fallen into ditch with my bike and broken my bone. When I was in hospital to cure the fracture, I got very hairy because of the side effect of the medicine. It was funny to see me like a monkey in the mirror, but since then I don't believe any medicine. I believe good food and exercise instead. They make me healthy enough that I don't pick up any cold for a long time. I don't believe supplements too for another reason. Diverse supplements are popular among the Japanese people. But why should I take a small pill made from crab's shell? I'd rather take a real good crab meat. I prefer a glass of wine rather than take a pill of polyphenol made from grapes skin. I appreciate your great effort to help English learners who are struggling to master it. I believe your effort will bloom and make a great harvest sooner or later. Thank you very much, Luke. Bye 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 bye. Well, thank you very much, uh, Hiroshi.、Uh, that was very funny and very disgusting、uh, comments、uh, with various little stories. And、uh, 
you know, to be to be honest with you, you broke the two minute rule. In fact, that was six minutes long. So you know, even though the stories were clearly quite hilarious and uh, really disgusting, uh, maybe you should you know take that into account when voting. But um, crikey, you've had some interesting experiences, haven't you, Hiroshi? You, you were in hospital and you you took they gave you drugs that made your hair grow and you you ended up looking like a monkey. Um, you had an eating competition with a friend at a curry restaurant and your friend ended up puking all over the table. Um, you, you, have, you play games with your wife where you try and fart and uh, you end up pooing in your pants. Um, the list goes on. And what happened? You fell into a ditch with a bike or something? Anyway, um, very funny uh, stories. And um, thank you very much for your very very flattering comments about how handsome and clever I am. Of course I am extremely clever and um, stunningly handsome. Um, so thanks for, you for, thanks for noticing. Um, and uh, let's see, you said, um, like I should give you some feedback. You said, I'm a Japanese. It should be, I'm Japanese. I don't think we say a Japanese. A Japanese person, but I'm Japanese as far as I'm concerned. Um... You also said, good at mimic sounds. You said that I'm good at mimic sounds. It should be good at mimicking. So good at is followed by an ing form. I'm good at mimicking. Thanks. Thanks for saying that. Um, uh, mimicking, by the way, means copying. You know, like if you copy a sound, like I don't know, the sound of a bottle being opened, you know, that uh, someone pouring water from a bottle that kind of thing, to mimic a, a sound, right? Um, so, uh, you said, um, um, I snore very much that he can't sleep well. I snore very much that he can't sleep well. It should be, I snored so much that he can't sleep well. Um, so you, you went, you were in a backpacker's hostel and the poor guy in your, in your room couldn't sleep because you snored so well. And so you ruined his whole holiday because he had to stay in all day and sleep, even though uh, it was beautiful outside and he was on holiday. My goodness. Um, what else? One night I had fallen into a ditch. Should just be one night I fell into a ditch. You don't need to use past perfect there. Just past simple. One night I fell into a ditch. And finally you said, I don't believe any medicine. And it should be, I don't believe in any medicine. So to believe something means um, you normally say believe a person I don't believe you I don't believe him and I don't believe in something means that you think that they're not real or that they don't really work you have no faith in it so I don't believe in medicine I don't believe in um, ghosts for example um, and a very nice comment you made about the fact that eventually uh, all of this work will bloom into a very productive harvest for me one day, and I sincerely hope that you're right, uh, Hiroshi, I really do. So next we're going to have uh, Juan Carlos from Mexico. So again, back to South America. Is Mexico South America or is it Central America? I'm not sure, but anyway, it's Mexico, isn't it? So we're now going to travel to Mexico in order to hear from Juan Carlos. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, look, my name is Juan Carlos. I'm from Mexico City. I he, I'm here recording this short speaking session to talk about how to swear in British English. In concern of your podcast, I think that the first thing we learned 
we are studying English are swear words. Well, uh, I don't know why, but, but uh, in all the language we know there are a lot of swear words. And English is not an exception. We use uh, those uh, swear words, or prohibited words, to maybe calm down when we are on a, on a stressful situations, like uh, when something went wrong and when we hit uh, with hammer on our fingers, that kind that kind of situations. We can use these words with friends, with very close friends, not with the uh, well all the persons. Uh, and obviously not with with your boss or some uh, person of authority. Uh, I can recommend uh, to all of the people that are hearing me that remember that the use of swear words in English is not appropriate. Uh, in spite of the fact that we are open-minded, uh, we must we mustn't use it because we are learning the language and we are not natives. Well, it's not appropriate to use the English in a bad way. But well, the podcast was very interesting. I could figure out how to use the, some of the swear words, and then well, I want to congratulate you because. Of your podcast, you are doing very. You are doing really great. We are learning. We are learning a lot with your podcast. So thank you, Luke, and have a good night. Bye, bye, bye. Thank you very much, Juan Carlos. Nice to hear your comments about how to swear. And um, I should probably mention uh, the fact that so the pronunciation of the word is swear. So that's air. The air sounds swear. And uh, what kind of situations, you said, and it should be what kind of situation. And I'm very glad to, you know, provide some um, useful information about swearing in English um, and um, whether it's appropriate or not. And just all of the different words that there are, all those horrendously rude expressions that there are out there so that... Uh, you just know, you just for your information. Right, so there's one more episode, uh, one more comment in this episode, and then uh, in the second episode, you'll hear the other comments. Um, so the fi final comment is from Kirill from Belarus. Hello, there is nothing wrong with your iPod set. Do not attempt to adjust the sound. We are controlling transmission. Luke's English podcast. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Hello. Hello, Luke. Uh, okay, uh, that was a joke. Uh, what I want to say? Uh, first of all, uh, thank you very much for so so wonderful podcast. It's. It's really amazing that you are doing it all for free for us. It's very generous uh, to doing such activity just for free uh, for so long period of time. 
I have listened to almost all of your recordings and you know they are great uh, all of them uh, what's really amused me is your ability to talk 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 it's really astonishing uh, when you just uh, speaking uh, with yourself it's I believe it's very hard as you can guess my favorite episode I think it's the ice cream episode uh, what I want to say to all of you people don't give up English learning is not so simple but it can be interesting stay positive and motivated and you will love this language so look thanks again for this wonderful wonderful job that you are doing uh, carry on this activity and see you Very nice, Kirill. Uh, I wondered what was happening at the beginning of that, but it, it felt like sort of aliens had um, interrupted or taken control of Luke's English podcast for a moment. But then, then I realised it was just a joke and everything was okay. So uh, very nice to say those things, Kirill, and I'm glad that you enjoy when I just talk and talk and talk without uh, really making much sense sometimes. So glad to know that my sort of uh, strange ramblings um, are considered useful or interesting by people. So that's very nice. Um, let's see. Very good advice for you as well. Stay positive. Keep going. Don't give up. I totally agree with you, Kirill. Very lovely. Some nice guitar music playing in the background there. I wonder if that's some traditional music from Belarus or just something that you you enjoy listening to yourself. But it was nice. It added a nice bit of atmosphere. Um couple of things that you said one was uh, for thank you for so wonderful podcasts and which should be thank you for such wonderful podcasts and um you're very generous uh what did you say very generous for doing something well that's correct maybe i wrote it down correct anyway you're generous for doing something um okay that's it those so you've heard their um competition entries from these people uh camilla from brazil christina from italy daniel from spain dimitri from moscow elisa from finland evelina from poland faru and nodir from uzbekistan genival from brazil hiroshi from japan juan carlos from mexico and kirill from belarus so um you can vote for which one was your favourite uh, there. And also, uh, stay tuned. Um, look out for the next episode, which will be uh, uploaded very soon. And you'll also be able to hear the rest of the competition entries which I have received. And you can vote for your favourite uh, again. So, um, And then, as I said, the one with the most votes will become the winner and will win the coveted prize of the Macmillan Phrasal Verb Dictionary. Um, I think that's pretty much all I have to say at this point. Um, I believe that's it. So that's the end of part one. Uh, thank you for listening. And do listen to part two as well. And of course, uh, after these two episodes, we normal programming of Luke's English podcast will commence. And it'll be the normal, usual stuff with me talking about whatever's going on and uh, interviewing people and uh, sharing bits of comedy with you and so on. So normal programming will resume after these two special competition 
episodes. That's the end of this episode. Now, you will uh, be able to listen to Daniel from Spain's full um, recording that he made um, after the jingle at the end of this episode, if you'd like to listen to that. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, do remember to stay tuned listen to the next episode. That's it. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Luke's English Podcast. Don't forget to visit teacherluke.podomatic.com for more information. Hello, Luke. Uh, this is Daniel Rocco from Spain. Um, I'm also a teacher of English, and I'd like to thank you for your excellent job on podcasting. Um, I usually listening listen to your podcast podcasts um, on my way b- uh, t- uh, work, and I think uh, they are really really uh, useful for for students. I really like your your stuff. Yeah, I think it's very very excellent and very very good uh, thank you for for them uh, this is just uh, our response for uh, the uh, your your video the uh, 16 ways to say I like it so I decided to um, to answer your uh, some of your podcasting because I have been listening to you for a for a I will say uh, for a couple of months and I think uh, uh, you deserve um, another podcast, like uh, an answer, instead of me writing you just an email saying, okay, my name is uh, Daniel, I'm also a teacher of English, and I would like to say thank you for your stuff, you know, and I think you deserve, because of your excellent job, you deserve another podcast. Uh, I'm trying to, to say... Uh, the things that uh, well my impression on on your job and uh, I'm just uh, following a a simple outline but um, I think it's better for me to uh, to just uh, follow some of the steps and uh, to make more English as real as possible um, rather than just reading Uh, I think it's a a good uh, practice for me as well although I'm a teacher of English I do need to practice from time to time. Um, You know what? Um, I've been teaching for a very long time. Well, for let's say 10 years now. And uh, I've been exposed uh, to a lot of bad English. So that means uh, that unless I, you know, I I need to practice my my speaking. uh, mainly my speaking, I need to to talk to someone from time to time. But uh, it's been very difficult for me to to uh, to do it like that. Well, uh, because uh, you know what, I'm living in Spain, and uh, I used to um, to meet more people. But before now, I'm <laughs> very I'm a very busy person as well. I need to work for uh, uh, more than. Uh, 100 kilometers well actually uh, two uh, about 200 kilometers um, going back uh, commuting you know every day so that means that I spent a lot of time on the road listening to some music some podcasting and I think yours are uh, you know your podcasting is excellent uh, so that's that's why I'm just trying to 
response you um, you know what you speak now I'm speaking through the microphone and it's like uh, speaking to the audience speaking to the internet uh, people and uh, uh, I think you deserve uh, a response like that you know trying to not just uh, an email uh, not just saying hello I'm here and learning uh, thanks to your podcasting but more like the interaction I think it's uh, uh, well this is my intention with with this first podcast and I would like to keep on podcasting as well because I need to you know to practice my English as well yeah uh, so um, just following the outline okay your podcasting is very positive yeah very entertaining as well I like those of the comedy ones actually I need to uh, yes I would like you to to do more on comedy as well yeah uh, having fun listening to you very interesting topics uh, you talked about um, perhaps if you could possibly just do something uh, more advanced or more uh, not just uh, not so many vocabulary because advanced students we don't need so many explanations we we've got uh well we we know how to to look for the vocabulary and the expressions and so on just the uh, real english trying to yeah work on the comedy i like the, your explanations although i like your explanations as well uh the uh the comedy ones are I like i remember the one of the uh, fighting between a shark um, and a bear you know I, I like it yeah I like it very much yeah um, the first time I listened to the uh, to the comedian it was difficult for me to understand but as soon as you explain it I get it right yes I, it was very helpful for me uh, yes I remember that yeah uh, okay I liked your video uh, the uh, 16 ways to say I like it uh, Yes, uh, I uh, I usually explain my students the the ways of saying uh, you like or you dislike something, and I I like your um, y your your way of putting it uh, because uh, you've been po very positive. Uh, Sixteen ways to say I like it instead of I don't like. Yeah. So it's really, really useful, yeah, trying to be positive as well, yeah, so yes, I would say that your uh podcasting appeals to me very, very much, yeah, and they are very, very uh, useful so uh um finally, I just would like to say that uh, I'm offering my help, my little time uh for another podcast. And if you possibly um, answer, if you could possibly answer this podcast, and uh, because I, I'm going to send this a podcast through uh, the email, so that you could uh, have some uh, an email from from me, uh, I would. Uh, I'm going to to tell you a little bit more about me, and I hope you you could answer this. Yeah. And uh, perhaps we we could uh, have a chat, yeah. And just uh, the sharing of the experiences, the teaching. I like your tips as well, yeah. Your teaching tips are very useful as well, and I I agree uh, with most of them, yeah. 
um, especially I remember one of the um, the problems with uh, that Spanish people have uh, when when they speak in English the uh, pronunciation the fluency and things like that yeah I remember that very very yeah yeah it's the same for me you know I've got quite the same problems when I'm teaching my students at the school yeah well I think it does it uh, I don't want to keep on talking uh, it's about eight minutes now yeah I think it's enough and I hope you could uh, find a time to answer this thank you so much um, keep up yeah keep up with your podcasting thank you thank you so much thank you very much indeed bye 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 hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.